0: Hello listeners, Will Snyder here of Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. Before we get into this awesome episode, I have an exciting announcement for you. We have just launched a Patreon page for Evil Kitten Productions. Because of loyal listeners like you, we've been able to grow exponentially over the past two years, and we hope to continue that growth. At our Patreon, we have tiers and rewards for every income level. So please head over to patreon.com forward slash Evil Kitten Productions and check out what we have in store to expand and improve not only Neon Nights, but also Midnight Horror and an upcoming audio drama we're producing called Project Nova. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Evil Kitten Productions. Thank you for listening, and now... On to Neon Nights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer.
1: Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright, but darkness looms. Where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange eerie and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. When we last left our story... Jack was following Max McQueen's lethal bodyguard, Hagato, down a tunnel that would take him to the great inventor, Atticus Bell. Can he give Jack the means to get home? And at what cost? Find out in Part 2 of The Case of the Unrung Bell.
0: I followed Hakuto further down the massive pipe. The smell of the dump we had left behind was replaced by that of rusted metal and earth. The air hung thick and stale around me, and I brushed off more than a few cobwebs as we made our way. Suddenly, Hakuto paused as we neared a fork in the tunnel.
2: Don't go left. Why not? Don't
0: go left. Got it. We took the right corridor. Hakuto would pause from time to time, looking at random debris, stepping cautiously over a few askew objects. She gestured for me to do the same. After seeing the last trap, I wasn't about to question her. Eventually, we made our way to a wide metal door. On either side of it were a pair of very large and very deadly-looking machine gun turrets.
2: This is it. You're on your own now.
0: Well, how the hell am I supposed to get in there?
2: Not my problem.
0: Thanks. Any advice?
2: Try not to die.
0: With that... Akuto leapt to her feet and sprinted back the way we came. In a few moments, she was gone, and I was left alone in front of what I could only assume was the entrance to Attica Spell's hidden laboratory. With two turrets out front and a couple of inches of steel separating us, I didn't have a lot of ideas. So I figured I might as well make it up as I went along. I approached cautiously, hoping not to set off anything that might trigger the turrets. As I inched closer, the barrels of the turrets rose slightly and began to follow me as I made my way to the door. Anybody home? Hello? Dr. Bell? What are you doing here? I'm uh, I'm here to see Dr. Bell. How- I'm just wandering around the dump. I walked in a particularly interesting drainage pipe, here I am. Atlas Bell isn't here. I don't want to kill you, but I will. Now turn around and go back home. I wish it was that easy, but I really need to speak with Dr. Bell. I'm trying to get home to my own dimension. And Dr. Bell is the only one that can help me. The door slowly opened, and I entered the underground laboratory of Dr. Atticus Bell, the most twisted and brilliant mind Neon City had ever seen. Once inside, I saw what seemed to be an outlandish laboratory. White and chrome covered the walls and floors, and the ceiling emitted a pale blue light that gave everything a cold, sterile glow. The door began to close, and from the depths of the hallway, I saw the unmistakable shape of a woman approaching. She wore a dingy lab coat, and her jet black hair was pinned back in a tight bun. Small spectacles rested lightly on her upturned nose. She sauntered up to me, clipboard in hand, and began to check off a few boxes.
2: Male. Likely homeless. H- hasn't bathed or shaved in several days. Hey.
0: I haven't exactly had a lot of opportunities.
2: Unarmed but well built. Possibly a former manual
0: laborer. You know, if you want to know these things, you can just ask me. I'm standing right here. Huh.
2: Subject speech is difficult to place. Strange accent similar to that of the upper north side, but distinctly different.
0: It's because I'm from a different dimension, smartass.
2: Look here, vagrant. I will deal with whatever requests you have in a moment. But for now, you will keep quiet while you are being processed and catalogued. Dr. Bell is meticulous and methodical and likes to catalog everything.
0: Even his visitors?
2: Considering the circumstances of your arrival? Yes. If you really are from a different dimension... We will definitely want to keep a log. Do you have a name? transdimensional hobo?
0: The name's Jack Tracer. You can call me Jack.
2: Well, Mr. Tracer, let's see if your story checks out. Oh, my lord! This is... You really are from a different dimension. I told you. Yes, well, Dr. Bell will definitely want to hear about this.
0: So, can I see him?
2: You'll wait here while I discuss our findings with Dr. Bell.
0: She motioned to the chair next to me. As I slumped down, she turned on her heel and walked off the way she came. Leaving me alone with only the gentle hum of the blue lights that keep me company. Hello listeners, Will Snyder here of Neon Nights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. And it's time for another edition of our audio drama spotlight. This time we're taking a look at Saffron and Perry. Here is Janan and Sarah to tell you all about it. Hello
2: everyone, I'm Janan. And I'm Sarah. We make an audio drama called Saffron and Perry. It's a fantasy comedy about people who work at a fairy godparenting company. It's full of magic, humor, and general weirdness. You can listen to it on iTunes or YouTube or however you'd like to listen to podcasts. We also have a Twitter, a Tumblr, a Patreon, and an Instagram, all at Saffron and Perry. That's P-E-R-I for Perry, by the way. Have a listen if you like. Thank you.
0: And if you would like to be on a future Audio Drama Spotlight Shoot us an email at NeonKnightsPodcast at gmail.com You can also hit us up on Twitter At Jack underscore Tracer And now, back to Neon Knights The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer I don't know how long she was gone for It could have been hours When she finally returned She wasn't alone Scuttling along behind her was an older man, approaching sixty, with grave serious lines creasing his round face. His thick white hair was slicked back in one oily swatch, and on his forehead sat a pair of welding goggles, on his hands and feet were thick leather gloves and boots. He approached me in a curious, excited manner, and began looking me up and down.
2: This is the man who caused the anomaly reader to register off the charts.
0: Oh,
3: yes, you're sure.
2: At first I thought it had malfunctioned, but system scans showed it was not an error.
3: Mm, These clothes are a bit odd. Yes, I know.
2: I was thinking he was some sort of homeless eccentric, but after the reader's findings...
3: Well, I thought it best to come fetch you. Oh, It must be some sort of radiation throwing off the readings or something. Possibly. We could take a blood sample. Well, we should definitely take a blood sample. Mm. But I think a few other tests might help clarify the readings. There must be some sort of mistake. Mm -hmm.
0: I'm standing right here, if anyone wants my opinion.
3: In a moment. In a moment. Now, sir, uh, take the subject down to the lab so we can run some preliminary tests. Start with the standard blood and urine samples,
1: obviously.
0: Listen, pal. I'm not going anywhere without someone answering a few questions.
3: We
2: are not in the habit of accommodating the whims of every intruder who bangs on our door.
0: I'm not going to stand here while the two of you discuss me like I'm some sort of lab rat.
3: Shall I call security, sir? No, that won't be necessary. I'm afraid we aren't being the most gracious hosts of Mr. Trace. I am Atticus Bell. <laughs> this is my assistant, Sarah. And you have stumbled upon my underground laboratory, which I happen to go through great lengths to keep secret. You are also looking specifically for me, so it isn't as if you just came upon us by accident. Perhaps I should start by asking you, what are you doing here?
0: I've been looking for you, Doc. I think you can help me. God, this sounds crazy. But I'm not from here. And I don't mean Neon City. I am from Neon City. Just not this one. I'm from a different time or place or dimension or hell. I don't really know what's happened to me. All I know is that both this is and isn't my home. If that makes sense.
3: It seems a little hard to believe, don't you think?
0: Well, what about your Monopoly reader?
3: The Anomaly reader is a device of my own design that I doubt you have any real understanding of.
2: (laughs) Obviously.
0: Then explain why the readings were off the charts. Uh,
2: My guess is that you're some sort of irradiated delinquent or junkie that one of our many enemies has sent to sabotage us in some way. The real question is, which one?
3: Sarah, we're going to have to work on you revealing information needlessly to our guests. (sighs) Now I realize that you speak freely in front of me, but use a little more discretion, please. Since my assistant put our cards on the table, I might as well ask, who sent you? Max. Of course it is. Maximilian Magnus McQueen. What exactly does the unofficial overlord of Neon City want from me?
0: He wants you to help him with some project of his.
3: Oh, does he now?
0: It's true. He wants you to help him with some sort of dimensional travel plans he has, or something like that.
3: I had a feeling. <laughs> Mr. Tracer, to be frank, I'm just not interested in renewing my partnership with Max McQueen. Sorry to disappoint you. Damn, I suppose this means I'll have to move the lab again, Sarah. <laughs> I was just getting things the way I like it, too. Now, I do apologize, but I'm going to have to put you in quarantine. I can't have you reporting back to Max. And if he knows I'm here, well... <laughs> It's only a matter of time before he sends an army of blackjackets or that assassin of his to remove me. Oh, oh.
0: What the hell is that thing?
3: That mechanized muscle is my patented Godbot 5X. Notice the vaguely human appearance? Huh. It's a good touch, I think. Of course, 5X is ten times stronger than your traditional security officer. And of course, he works for free. So the price is right, too. And he never sleeps or gets tired. Really, quite brilliant. Security, take Tracer to quarantine.
0: Get your hands off me, you damn dirty robot. Oh! said he was as strong as 10 men, but it felt even harder as he slammed me into the wall. I fell to my knees and clutched my side where his robotic fist had smashed into it. He lumbered forward, hands stretched out to collar me and dragged me off. I looked around frantically, and my eyes came to rest on the energy pistol at Sarah's side. Now look here, Belle I'm not Max's lackey I just want to get home
2: Put down the energy
0: pistol Shut up, lady Listen to me, Belle I just want to go home That's all And I need your help I could care less about Max and his plans. Help me. Please.
3: You really are from another dimension, aren't you?
0: Something like that. It's almost too crazy to believe. I don't think i believe it myself if I hadn't lived through it, and even then... I... It...
3: I believe you, Mr. Tracer. I believe you. Uh, I'll explain why later, but for now, let's start by returning Sarah's weapon, if you don't mind.
0: Give me your word that you won't lock me up.
3: You have it, Sarah. Take uh, take care of 5x, then take over our project in Bay Two. I'll be back in an hour or so. Of course, Doctor Bell. (sighs) Come with me, Jack. Let's continue this conversation in my office.
0: I followed the elusive scientist down the hall, hoping he would be able to deliver on the rumors I had heard. If he really had discovered a way to travel through dimensions, maybe he could finally get me home. Back to Neon City, and the people that I left behind, and one woman in particular, that I would give anything to see again.
1: What answers does the mysterious scientist Atticus Bell hold for Jack? Can he help him return home? Or will he be trapped forever in this distorted reflection of the city he loves? Find out next time on Neon Nights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer.
4: Neon Nights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an Evil Kitten production please visit our website, evilkittenproductions.com. The Case of the Ung Rung Bell was written by CJ Chapman and directed by Leslie Chapman. Theme song is done by Daniel Carl with additional music by Kevin MacLeod and Dr. Saxlove. This episode is brought to you by our patrons. Leslie Calderon, Alex of at cult underscore of underscore trash on Twitter, Austin Beach, Laurie Snyder, Suzanne Craig, Brett Fleming, Mike Callahan, and Mike Troop. Please visit our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Evil Kitten Productions. Jack Tracer was played by Will Snyder. Atticus Bell was played by CJ Chapman. Sarah was played by Kate Booth. Hakuto was played by Kim Fakawa, And narration was done by John Patrick Winsel. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Nights Podcast. And follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. Please also follow us on our new Twitter handle, Evil Kitten Pods. If you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five star rating and a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Finally, if you love the show, help us grow by sharing and subscribing to Neon Knights. Thanks for listening.